0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. A topic that Rabbi Schwartz visited a couple of times was the idea of how to be mochiach people, how to tell people they're doing something wrong, and when you hold back. If you look at Shulchan Aruch, in Hilchus Yom HaKippurim, it says Noshim Shao Svishos Ad Shekhashhain Eno einon Shim Mitzalo Sif Michol Al Kodesh. We know we learn out from the Droshas and the Psukim as it says Batisha Baerev you should fast. We know Yom Kippur is on the tenth day. So why does it say Batisha Baerev? So Chazal Eved drasha that you have to start fasting when it's still calendary in the calendar the ninth day. And that's why we we, we stop eating before Kol Nidre. But the women in the time of Chazal kept on eating till the last second. In Shulchan Aruch, based on the Gemara in Beitza, it says that if you see those women Eating and drinking. They don't know about this nirasha. You don't try to teach them. Why? Because then they're going to argue with you. And they're going to say, you're nuts. What ah, is that true? I'm eating anyway. And now it's worse. Because there's a principle that we're going to see here called, it's better they should be unaware, and not know they're doing something wrong, than to be told and reject you. On that, and that's the way the Machaber Paskins. on that the Ramah says, V'davka she'einu mufurish Afalpi shehu that's only if what they're talking about is something which isn't clear, like this mitzvah. It's from the Torah, but it's not Mafurish in the Torah. To fast, to start fasting a little before Yom Kippur starts. But if you, if they're doing an avera which is in the Torah, then of course, you need to tell them they're doing something wrong. Uh, Robert Kivalevich? yes, but that creates a bigger problem for those in the in Kiru. Right. Yeah, if you yes. Don't know, so, you don't, you, so you you the you know from the mitzvot. Nobody's going to punish you. if You are ignorant or whatever. But it's the whole. It can open the whole box of. Uh, yes, it does. Also, enjoined to. Uh, we told by the by the chazal, right? To mikara to uh, people bring to, you know like midal baron coin, right? So to to bring people closer to the Torah. But yes. Right. It's, so it's, you. Uh, so this is really what I'm getting at. How to function. Rav Schwartz's vision of how tohoho should work. How you can try to stop people from doing Averos and teaching them and explain them how they should, what they should do and what they shouldn't do. But we start with the Shulchan Aruch. And you'll see, Dr. Kogan, it gets a little more complex. The Shulchan Aruch says, based on the Ramah, that in Easter Daraisa, you need to tell them they're doing the wrong thing. Molchin biodo however, you have a history with these people, you've tried before, you know what their attitude is, then you shouldn't say anything. You should not publicly try to stop them. You should try maybe one time, once. You definitely shouldn't keep on going back to them. Meachar love. You know they're not going to listen. Okay? So that's one thing. So it's an Yisr D'raisa they're doing. Machilul Shabbos. Wearing Shatnees. An Yisr Daraisa. But you know they're not going to listen. So don't berabim, don't go to a bunch of them and say, Maybe once say something. But if it's you and you, it's only one of them, it's not a big public scene, you need to go because it's an Isra and it's clear in the Torah you can't do it. You need to keep on talking to that person and telling him not to do it up until the point that he shoots back at you and gets so upset that you're bugging him that he's going to hit you. That is the halacha in Shulchan Aruch from the Ramo. The great Galitzian going the Ambezdin and Broad, Rav Shloy Kluger has a question on this halacha. Um... This halacha from the Ramah about the difference between an Isser from the Torah and Isser the Rabbanan. Remember, the Gemara talks about Erevim Kippur, which is called an Isser, Minat Torah, but not Mefurish in the Torah. The Ramah is based on the shita of the Rishon called the Baal Ha'itur, who wrote a Sefer, Sefer Ha'itur. Rashleigh Kluger says, I have a question from a Gemara and Yavamas. The Gemara in says that Yeshaya Hanavi tried to deal with Menasha. Menasha was the son of Chizkiyahu, who was killing people. The maiden of the and Yeshaya says, "You know, if I if 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 I would." If they would talk to me, maybe I would show them that they are killers. Ashvayah amazed. So why didn't Yeshaya give Teichacha to Menasha and his group? Why did he let Menasha and his and his and his him go around killing people? The Gemara says, if I you know, if I tell if if I don't want to tell him because that would turn him into a maze. He, he thinks he has the right to kill people. He's not, he doesn't. Those deaths are not justified. They're not justified based on the din of Malchus either. He can't just kill people. Why did who who is the Novi Hashem, why did he not confront and do what the Ramos says you're supposed to do. At least make some sort of stand. Make some sort of uh, um, statement against what was happening. Because we know they were killing people, which is a law in the Torah. So, Shlomo Kluger, based on this question, wants to say, that from here you see, not like the Bala Itter, that even if the Aveiro that people are doing is from the Tairo, you let them do it. Because you're not going let to them, let them do murder thinking that's right rather than confronting them, and then they're going to do the murder as amazing. So we say Mutavshi Yishog again, even on a Dover mafurish from the Torah, And even something as Hamur as Ritzicha. That is what Shlomo wants to say based on the Tesis. Rabbi, Rabbi Schwartz then quotes a sefer called Oitzra Amelech. The Oitzra Amelech was written by one of the greatest of the Hasidic thinkers of the end of the 19th century, Rav Tzodok HaKohen from Lublin. He was a, Rabbi Schwartz, who you think is like this very cut and dry American rabbi, was very fond and of, of the ideas of this great Hasidic thinker who was a student of Rav Label Eger and connected, of course, to also a student of Rav Mordechai Yosef Leiner of Ishbitz, Rav Tzodok. And Rabbi Schwartz, very much appreciated the and ideas of Rav and very often in his editorship of the Hadarom, he made sure to include snippets in the beginning of the Sefer, the beginning of each journal, snippets of Musr and Machshova, of the great Rav himself. But Rav Tzaddik wasn't just a thinker and a chosid in terms of Machshava. he also wrote a sefer on the Rambam. He was a boki, otzim, and shas, and paiskim, safri, safro. He was incredible, incredible, one of the most incredible bikiyim among the chosidic rebbes. History, he knew everything. So Rav Tzaddik writes, wrote a sefer on the Rambam. And Rav Tzaddik also asks the same question. From the Gemara and Yevomis on the Bala Itter, the Gemara and Yevomis again says, even on an Isra Daraisa, you don't give Musur a and you don't say Mutiv. You let the person do it as a show gig. So, Rav Sadok answers the the, the 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 question of Rav Shlaim What's the question? The question is, how could the Bala Itter say the Gemara and Yevomis says the opposite? He says, if you look in the language of the Balaitr, that's the source of the Ramah, that on an Isr Der you would stop, you would try to stop the person and tell him, don't do it. He doesn't just say, give him Musr, tell him he's wrong. The Balayiter uses this language, Machinen Behu, You tell him to stop, and you force him. You use Onesh against him. That means you can use Onesh against him. He's in a lower power state than you are. You have dominance and control over him. You're able to do it to him. You are in a, a societal position with this person, that, not, that you do have the right, based on the way that society is structured, to be able to stop him and to punish him for what he's doing. Because Rav Tzadok says, <laughs> that even though it's an Israel Torah, that you know that they're not going to listen, and we don't have the ability to stop them, and we can't punish them, why should you? If you do have control over these of these if you do, if you are in a position where they will listen to you because you've got the muscles to make them listen, because you've got the community power against them. Okay, now it makes sense. They're scared of you. You can tell them. But if the situation is that they're not going to listen to you and there's nothing you can do, there's no community force or muscle power you can use against them, why should you need to tell people who are doing a who aren't going to listen to you to stop? What purpose is there in it, Rav Tzedek says. And he says, the, all the sfarim to talk about it are referring to when we do have the ability to do that. For example, the case of women on Yom Kippur. The truth is, the way women were in that society, the menfolk and the rabbis had control over the women. As he says, However, if we know Listen to what I'm saying. That they're still not going to listen to us, even though we could force them and physically stop them. We say, you know what? Better they should just keep on eating. However, if it's the type of thing that is minataira, since we do have the control over them, so we should use our energies and we should force them and stop them. So, therefore, if Sodok says clearly at the time of Menasha and Yeshaya, Yeshaya had no, and those that was the government powers, that was the king, those are the people doing, he had no ability to stop them. And therefore, it's not a kasha. On the Baliter, Baliter is talking about where your relationship to the person doing the Aveira is still strong enough that if you'd want to, you could really push the guy around. And that, the Baliter says, it depends. On a Daraisa, be aggressive, and even use force if you have to. On something which is not Daraisa, you don't have to. But if you don't have that type of connection to them, and you don't have that control over them, then you should move away. That is what Rav Tzodek says. And Rav, Rav Schwartz brought a raya to Rav Tzodik from the Rambam himself. Because when the Rambam speaks about women not stopping them from eating, he says, Women who keep on eating all the way. What are they doing? They're eating all the way till Yom Kippur. And they don't know the halacha. Don't stop them because this way they're gonna do it anyway. she their You can't have a there in every house. You can't have a policeman in every house, Hazir Noshov, that the policeman should be to be um, warning the women, warning his women, and therefore let them do it because let them be a show gig So you see the Schwartz writes What's the Ramba mean about a shoot there in every house? So what you see is that the Ramba means that there is a Bezdan power. In the, the situation, the way things were in the time of Ghazal, there was this sort of communal power where you could call the authorities in, possibly. And Rev Schwartz points out that in certain situations there were authorities during Yantif. These police forces would go around separating those teenagers or the men and women from fooling around. There were Shotrim around. So you see that there are Shotrim. There were people in the time of Chazal that were from police. The Frumkite police existed and they physically took people apart when they saw them doing Averis. So that's what the Rambam mentioned. He says, it, right? But, that's what the Ram, we don't have to, we're not going to put a there in every house. There's like a, 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 a police cop, a frum cop on every corner, calling him in and saying, hey, my wife's eating, stop her. But, <speaking in Hebrew> so even if it's a daraisa, and you, know, you believe the person's not going to listen, you, you, get, you get from that attitude, leave it alone. So that is what Rabbi Schwartz uh, uh, now, Dr. Kogan. Clearly, this has a lot of relevance to today. Yes. Because we don't have this relationship with people that aren't religious. They're not like the people in the time of Menasha that were like violent. But we, our relationship is very small. And, and we want in many ways to create positivity. So even if you see them doing an ishar da'isa and maybe even people who are from who know better according to Rav Schwartz based on Rav Tzaddik, if you see them you don't you you could just walk away But what do we do with the, uh, uh, you know, stone throwers in Yerushalayim and all those people? And it's complicated because maybe in their community, I don't know, you know, too deeply about Me'asharim, but let's say they might have some kind of a community police. It's still the the people who are uh, Vera, right, according to this view, can complain to the secular government, right? So it's all very problematic. It all becomes very problematic. Who is really in charge? Right, and and yeah. I would say that uh, I, basically what I would say is is that um, that according to Rabbi Schwartz there would be no chiyuv at all, Correct. to give To give at all, and he and right. he's basing it on one of the great chassidish sherebis. right, and from his yeah. own Dik. I want to show you that um, Rabbi Schwartz actually uh, spoke about this one more time, and he quotes here one of my great uh, heroes uh, uh, from the Lithuanian world, Rav Chaim of Olozhin. And I'll show you what he writes here on this same subject. Um, Rabbi Schwartz points out that um, we have people in our communities who believe and I'm reading Rabbi Schwartz's words. People think Taira, that was uh, that was from the primitive times. That's what people needed in those little darfs in Europe. That—that right? that was an attitude that was in America um, at the turn of the century and before. He says those people today. We hardly see anything spiritual about them. To them, religion is something completely primitive. He says there's another group that's out there. And they basically have a, uh, a, an idea of religion changing in the times. And they say that they have, the conservatives and others, they feel that they have a religion that works according to halacha, their own version of how halacha itself changes. And therefore, they say that certain types of mitzvahs are not relevant anymore. You don't have to do chalitz anymore. Um, And therefore, many things in Shabbos and Kashras are no longer relevant. And um, they've created their own version of what they call religious life. Those are also, obviously, people that are against the covenant of God. He says, all of us that try to fulfill Torah and mitzvahs are unified against these movements. And there are things we can use to protect ourselves from their attacks. However, Ab says, Yes, we need to know that they're on the other side, and and they are going to attack us and vilify Orthodox Judaism. But there remains, despite the anger, and and and, and the derision that occurs from the non-religious world to us, or the conservative or reform world to us, Yesh atgar nora. We need to know that among many of those co-religionists, or people who call themselves Jews, whether religious or not, there's so many of them that we need to save. We need to stop them. We need to bring them back from basically irreligious, total, non-Jewish life. What can we do to help them? Rabbi Schwartz writes. Can Tokacha work? Can we tell them they're doing stuff wrong and show them what they're doing wrong? Rabbi Schwartz quotes, he says he found in the Sefer Mincha Shmuel that was written by Rav Shmuel, the Avbezden of Dolinov, Dolinov, or Dolinov, who was a student of the great Chaim of Eloshim. And this is what he says she there. Mikol me limchos. The truth is, if you have the ability to change someone, the mitzvah applies today. The mitzvah of tochacha has not been eliminated, and everyone has that towards his co-religionist, his fellow Jew. And if you have influence on someone. You have a mitzvah mitzvotokachah for people that you can influence. And even someone who is not so learned, who is young, a teenager, he also has that ability and that mitzvah. I've gotten this from my rabbeim. And this was in the first part of the 19th century. And I especially heard this from my Rebbe, Adonainu Moreno Rabbeinu Morachmi People do not listen. This was when Chaim died in 1809, I believe, or 1817. I think so. Um, people do not hear tough words. People do not hear strong, strident statements, strong, bullying statements. They will not be accepted. Rak b'dvarim rachim You need to speak softly. You need to be able to speak nicely. And you need to know yourself. Misha tivo l'daber If you're not able to speak softly, and when you start getting involved with someone and you see they're not listening and you see they're digging their heels in and you see they're about to give you an argument and they didn't change right away when you talk to them. What, and you know yourself that when that occurs, take anger starts to rise within you and you get angry at them about how terrible it is that they're doing then you're potter from Tochuchah, Rav Chaim says. Because if they see that anger in you, then it's finished. If they see that you've made it personal, if they see that you're angry, then they're, they're, Rav Chaim B'loshner said, the mitzvah Tochuchah doesn't apply. So, Rav Chaim, Rav, Rav Gedalia um, Schwartz writes, We should listen to his advice. And what are we doing? We daven constantly for Rachamim from Hashem. We constantly say, God, love us, forgive us. What does that mean, Rachamim? He says, Al she is <laughs> so Rachamim hu Ava. Rachamim is based on love. If you aren't able to feel that love towards others, we beg God for love. We need to feel that towards the people that we love, that we don't want them to, to, to be lost. And we have to we have to develop we have to know who you are. You asked me before about Kirov. Certain people should not be in Kirov. It's only the people who are able to project the statement, with love, and show that they love the other person. If they know that when they're going to get pushback, they're going to get angry and insulting, then they should not be in the tocha business at all. So tocha is still possible. Clearly you need to know who you're talking to. But if you're dealing with people who you know are not going to change, who have already angry, and this even if it's an Aveira Mufureshes from the Torah, then you don't have to approach them. If there are people who don't know, who haven't learned, who haven't studied, but still have developed an attitude, you haven't had interaction with them, before you begin this type of attempt, know yourself. And if you don't believe you're able to go from A to Z with a sense of love, a sense of concern, and you're going to be okay, but if but if you show anger, if you show that you're dis, that you show a, a terrible discontent with them, then you should not be in the tochacha business. And as Rabbi Schwartz says, Ava niska lugula <laughs> be a biyameinu ame. Because if we have this type of ava, then we can be Zoha. So I believe this gives you a sense of what Rabbi Schwartz felt that um should be, and 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 how it can still work, and and how halachically again the, it has to be the right people doing it. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of New York at IDT Podcast.